Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Balls. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the blooming Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a sweet, sweet dandelion coming out in the sun. You are, man, because uh, you are working a ton, man, as I wallow here in unemployment and sadness. <laughs> you are out d- doing shows and events and uh, doing great, man. Yeah. Replenishing the bank account. That's well, I'm funding the 401k or the IRA is what's happening right now because I had to play catch up for last year where I funded. You know what's zero. funding my IRA? My uh, credit card. <laughs> You're like, I'm making 20% and 3%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you are working, man. You're working a ton. Good for you. Yep. Now, you you just got back from Florida with the, the family. How was that? Oh, oh, it was great. Way to deflect, Louie. Way to deflect. <laughs> Uh, it was good. We were out in Florida. It was, uh, you know, it was a vacation, but it felt a lot like work because it was like we were just drinking and eating and socializing the whole time with Erica's family and hanging drywall. And yeah, we pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I repainted the house we were rent- we rented. Uh, I fixed the cabinets. I flipped the Airbnb. Made twenty grand. <laughs> It was great. Uh, yeah, but we're happy to be back. It was uh, Florida is not the most ideal location to visit in the middle of July, but um, yeah, it's good to be back. And then we're I'm hitting the road next week. So yeah. Yeah. Well, how are you been? How was How has the show's been? Like I saw you were at a fair with some buddies, the mutual friends. How was that? Yeah, it was good. I had a good time. Stayed at a Airbnb. I stole a fork. You know. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, and then I gave it away to a kid as a prize. That's great, man. Did you say this is from my Airbnb? I did, and the audience loved it. They went nuts, but I'm like, you win a fork that I stole from my Airbnb. Nice, nice. And and they loved it. Um, And was there good audiences at the fair that you were at? Yeah, it was nice. It was kind of overcast, but still warm. So we didn't have, uh, it wasn't roasting. Mm. Yeah, so it was good good to be back doing the thing. Um, yeah, yeah like, it's nice following you on Facebook and Instagram because it reminds me of a life that once was. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, I used to do these things. That 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 looks like it was fun. That was, that was it's a trip down memory lane. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, things are good for you. It's it's and you're taking off tomorrow, man. You're you are like the busiest dude I know. I think right now. Yeah, except for the couple people we know that are on ships for five months. Well, I wouldn't say that's busy, honestly. <laughs> if you, you've, you've worked ships, you know that it's like it's mostly downtime. Yeah. It's... I work more as an unemployed man than I do on cruise ships. In a, in a month on a ship. <laughs> All right, Louie, let's get some stories. Let's do it. And now for some weird news. This story comes from UPI.com. That's a news source more reliable than having a hoarder as a house cleaner. Why would that be unreliable? Don't you think they would just take stuff and keep it? No, they would pile it up for you. They'd be like, I think that's sentimental dust bunnies you want to keep. No, I think they would take the cardboard and, you know, trash and add it to their own house. 
No, they, they're freely giving. They understand the plight of other people and getting rid of stuff. <laughs> they're like, they want to keep this bag of aluminum cans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who keeps cans in a bag? <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. in a plastic bag that's not recyclable? You, you can return cans for money here. It's quite the ordeal. <laughs> in, in Oregon? Yeah. How much do you get for a can? You get five cents, man. Or it might be 10 cents now. When I was a kid, dude, I was driving. I had like the nicest Schwinn bike. I had like designer, like aviator shades. Yeah, but five cents to all the, the magazine companies. Five cents meant a lot more than if I took if I took a roll of nickels and threw them all over the floor in your house, you'd be like, pick that crap up. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I could buy a new bike with that. <laughs> like, I can get some new aviators. <laughs> yeah. All right. The story goes, New Jersey house cleaner accidentally breaks into wrong home, cleans up. A New Jersey man who cleans homes to supplement his income shared the story of how he accidentally went to the wrong townhouse and left it spotless. See, I think that's total like, even though it is a mix up, I think someone could still press charges. Well, yes and no, right? Because all he did is, I don't know, the key, he had the key to get in, right? Yeah. is it really breaking and entering? Oh, yeah. It's just entering. <laughs> There's <Yeah>. no breaking. <laughs> exactly. Right? If someone has the keypad, you know, I have a keypad lock. If someone has the code to get in, is it breaking and entering? I don't know. If you have a safe and someone safe cracks it, then they have the safe code. Is that breaking and no, entering? Safe cracking is different than just opening the safe with the code, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just guessed it? Does that count? I think you're good. I think you, you should win all things if you can guess somebody's safe code. <laughs> Louis Angelo III, 27, of Barrington, said he works a regular job at a liquor store, but lately he has been cleaning homes for friends to make extra money. See, this is starting to make sense now. He works at a liquor store. He's no stranger to how a B&E works. He should know what's up. Right? That's the classic example of bringing your other job to this job. Yeah. <laughs> he, faced, and- he faced all my liquor bottles. <laughs> Angelino, who detailed the saga in a TikTok video, said he was due to clean a home for a friend named Mark in Cherry Hill, and he arrived to find the key in the expected place under the doormat. Clearly, they're not good friends. He's like, hey, Mark, why do you have pictures of other people's families on the wall? (laughs) Well, and who leaves their key under the doormat, though? Like, that's as obvious as the butler in any murder mystery actually committing the murder. It's like, why would you? That's like, that's where anyone would look. If they're going to break into your house. Honestly, if I was like, if he broke in and stole stuff, if I was the insurance adjuster, I'd be like, the key was under the doormat, denied, and yeah. and we're uh, revoking your coverage. Yeah, right. He spent two and a half hours cleaning the townhouse and was playing with the cats when Mark called to ask if he had been able to clean his home. I said, I'm literally in your living room right now playing with your cats and waiting for you to walk in. And he was like, Louie. I don't have any cats, Angelina told NJ.com. See, these guys were clearly amazing friends. Like, I didn't even know you had cats. Uh, I didn't know your mom lived with you. <laughs> yeah, right? You didn't know that much about him. What's up, with that, all, what's up with these twins you have? <laughs> in that moment, I froze. My heart dropped. I was just like, where am I right now? What is going on? Angelino said he realized he had written down Mark's address incorrectly. He said the address was off by a single digit. Mark arrived home and left a note for his neighbors explaining what happened. Beth Motzel said her husband, Tom, arrived home first and called her. He said, you won't believe it. Someone broke in our house and cleaned the entire thing, he said, Swiffer and all. He cleaned the Swiffer? That's, he, he did it all. 
That's crazy. He said, oh, yeah, he did clean the Swiffer. Mazel said she and her husband were amused by the mix-up. All right, now here's the thing. You found out someone cleaned, bro- broke into the wrong house, cleaned it. Do you reach out to your neighbor and go like, hey, guy did a good job. Here's 30 bucks. Like, do you tip him? Yeah, well, the in the story, it doesn't say if they paid him or not, which was kind of lame in my opinion. But yeah, you should have like give him like half his rate or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, just to give him a little tip, whatever. Yeah. Tom little, and I la- little, little something for the effort. Tom and I laughed forever about it. He fixed it all up. I mean, details. He cleaned up after the cats, played with the cats, fed the cats, and wiped everything spotless. He really is a cleaning fairy, Beth Motzel said. I like how they're like, he does all the stuff we don't do. Play with our cats. He, <laughs> no. he, he the cats. He told our kids about the birds and the bees. <laughs> He did our kids' homework. He used the, he euthanized the dog I hate. <laughs> he pulled the plug on Nana. <laughs> Angelino texted Motzel to apologize for the mistake, and Motzel said she will keep his number on hand for future cleaning needs. She dubbed him the cleaning fairy. Um, a brand Angelino is now embracing for his cleaning business. He said he is crowdfunding to make sh- T-shirts to promote his services. I wear all sorts of merch. But I don't know if I'd wear the cleaning fairy shirt. <laughs> Why not? He does all the things. He feeds the cats. He looks at the cats in the eye. He does all the things. He goes through your wife's <laughs> panty drawer. Everything. Well, what do you think, Louie? What do you think about this? I mean, it's a fun mix-up. I'm glad no one got hurt. Like, he didn't go in and there was, you know, something else crazy going on that he interrupted. Someone getting shot. Yeah. That could, yeah, you're right. I think they should give him money because, like, come on, you came house, you're happy with the actual, you know, final product. Hook the guy up, man. Well, it's funny. They're like, we're going to keep his info. We're not going to hire him. But yeah. We're keeping yeah. his info. <laughs> no, we jotted his number down just in case, you know, he broke something or something's missing that yeah. we should you know, press charges. <laughs> we're going to make money on this. Our house got clean and we made money. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. news part two this story comes from wgrz.com that's a news source more reliable than a barber with parkinson's no you don't think they could do a nice fade or like some cool squiggly lines on the side (laughs) that's why no i do not you're like this seattle skyline looks like an earthquake richter scale thing (laughs) yeah that's a very avant-garde haircut you have yes it is (laughs) Story goes, New York legalizes giving a haircut on Sundays. Finally, that's my only day off in New York to get get a quick trim. Finally? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you're in New York and want a haircut, it just happens to be a Sunday? Yep. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo signed legislation Tuesday to get rid of an archaic law that banned barbers from working on Sundays. So it's funny that like that's what he's, he's putting his sights on is barbers. He, okay. So here's what's still illegal to do in New York. Selling dog or cat hair. Naturally. Yeah. I mean, what if you like your cat has cancer and needs some locks for loves? Yeah, I agree. You mean they donate their hair to other dogs <laughs> yeah. that have cancer? Yeah. What else would you sell dog or cat hair for? A blanket? I don't know. So you cannot wear slippers in public after 10 p.m.? Naturally. Here's the one that gets me. Throw a ball at someone's face for fun. 
Oh, but for protection, you can do it? For protection? Yeah. It's, for it's vengeance? The, it's the castle doctrine. Or out of anger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for pure... You don't get, get any joy out of it. For pure joy, no bueno. So that would explain, like, why all my friends in elementary school are current felons. <laughs> I would imagine all of those are misdemeanors, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. If it's illegal to sell dog and cat hair... Is it it's sell? Is that what you said? Yep. What about buying? You got to focus on the Johns, not the prostitutes. <laughs> Last one. It is illegal in New York to walk around on Sunday with an ice cream cone in your pocket. Oh, that makes sense. But every other day of the week, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And they're like, come on. What about all the dopey kids that need to sneak smuggle ice cream? It's into mass. Yeah. <laughs> It's, that's definitely one of those blue laws. Well, it is unusual that like multiple of those laws have to do with Sunday, right? Yeah. That, clearly that's like, you can't do anything because that's the day of the, the Lord's day. Yep. It's like, Jesus doesn't get haircuts on Sundays. Jesus wants you to look sharp in church. <laughs> There's one thing I know. Cuomo announced Tuesday that the new law, which takes effect immediately, does away with the state law that made it a misdemeanor for a barber to cut hair or provide a shave to a customer on Sunday. I think this is some sort of conspiracy. Follow the money. This is the new QAnon thing. They only did it so that the pedophiles can go into the barbershop on Sunday. Oh, this is the new uh, New York pizza place, right? Yeah. We're gotcha. An archaic law that made it a misdemeanor to cut hair on Sundays has been shaved from the books. Cuomo tweeted though, rarely enforced. The law was sheer madness and we're not feeling blue to see it go. It's not splitting hairs to say that the barbers should be able to work any day they want. Here's the thing though. Like I like that says rarely enforced. That means there's some barber that someone had a thing against that got cracked down on. Yeah, I would I would imagine like they're just like a slow day because this is I don't doesn't say if this is all of New York or just New York City. I think well, Governor Cuomo. Of, yeah, so. so it's all of New York. And I would wonder, like, you know, one of those smaller towns that like the police are just bored and they're just like going around to like barbershops that are open on Sundays. I think like, this is the the biz, small business equivalent of like your taillights broken. Exactly. This is the speed trap of barbershops. <laughs> I wonder how many pounds of weed they found inside these barber shops. <laughs> the cop walks in. Do you know why I'm in here? A shave? Do you, do you know what day you were shaving? <laughs> Did you work on Sunday, May 17th? <laughs> Where were you on Sunday, May 17th? I was here at the shop cutting hair. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Multiple barbers working in the state said they had no idea that such a lot ever was on the books. Yeah, I am surprised. We've never been open on Sunday, but several people are. I had no idea it was ever a law, but I'm glad we never broke it. Connie Johnson, owner of the Sportsman's Barbershop in Watertown. You know, there's all sorts of haircuts. You got your hockey player haircut. You got your your mullet and then your sportsman cut, which I don't know yeah. what that is. Is that just shaved? I think it's I've been to one of those like I've been to like a sports cuts before where it's like this is a sportsman. That's like rifles. Oh, gotcha. No, that would just be mullets, I would imagine. Yeah, okay, so, so that is the sportsman cut. Or the buzz cut. We offer two cuts. Buzz cut <laughs> or buzz with leaving the back. What are you, are you hunting big game or like waterfowl? Big game? That's a mullet. Are you hunting big game or possum? <laughs> the bill to reveal the law was introduced by Republican State Senator Joe Griffo. Barbershops and salons, like all small businesses, have faced significant, unprecedented, and strenuous challenges during the coronavirus pandemic. 
Griffo said. By removing outdated and unnecessary laws such as this, these businesses will be provided with an additional opportunity to recover financially as we work to rebuild our local and state economies. I like how they're like, once we remove these laws that no one was following, we're going to give these people an opportunity. No, I'm all for it. Honestly, like I'm all for this. There are so many laws that you know, they, they're not enforced, but they are still on the books. And yeah, it's just, it's just it looks bad. It's just like, it's bad. You know, like we did that one story where it was like the people couldn't sag their pants in like yes. some city. Like, it's just ridiculous. And yeah, from that's the 1800s. An... <laughs> from the 1800s. <laughs> hey, maybe it came full circle. Who knows? You know, you know. Styles come back. You know why the uh, Protestants came over on the Mayflower, right? There were like too many Catholics sagging their pants. Exactly. I know, but you know, I, I like all of it. You know, I like getting rid of stuff that was, you know, obviously silly and uh, still is still around. And yep. you know, maybe they can tackle the electoral college problem next. Yeah, or or global warming. Yes. <laughs> so you like this? I do. I do. I do. All right. Nice. <laughs> That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to help us even more than you already have, you can do so by visiting us on our website and clicking on the Patreon link. Yep. For as little as a couple bucks a month, you can get amazing things as bonus episodes. You can get postcards from the road from me, not from Matt, <laughs> because he's true. stuck at home. Uh and then you can also support us by leaving a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. That is true. And if you love this podcast, we also have a separate podcast that you can listen to. It comes out twice a month where we interview performers for a variety arts festival in Seattle called the Moisture Festival. And that's called the Moisture Festival Podcast. If you want to hear more from variety entertainers, that is the place to go. Yep. Where can they find you, Louis Fox, this week? This week on the 20th, when this comes out, I'll be performing at the McCord Air Force Base Library at 2 p.m. So if you have, if you can get on post, uh, <laughs> check out the show. Uh, That's or, awesome, man. I wish I was doing something like that. Yeah, you wish you were. Oh, wait, you canceled, <laughs> you canceled on the agent, and the agent gave me the gig. <laughs> I recommended you, by the way. <laughs> yes. And then... Uh, uh, from the 23rd to the 31st of July, you can catch me at the North Dakota State Fair. I'll be performing with the World of Wonders Sideshow. Nice. Are you going to be like swallowing swords and like, you know, hammering glass into your eyeball? Yeah, pretty much. I'll be, I'll be, <laughs> I'm their token non-danger act. Ooh, that's cool, man. That's yep. exciting. Now, where can they catch you? Starting on the 23rd to the 23rd to the 26th, I will be at the Washington County Fair, which is not in Washington. It is in Oregon. It's right outside of Portland. I'll be hanging out there with a bunch of uh, mutual friends of ours. And uh, yeah, I'll be trying to figure out my show again. 
I like how you have just enough gap in between that you're constantly relearning. It's you're, brutal. Like I've had a month off, and so it's just like, oh, what do, what do I do again? Yeah, it's the hardest. I'm just gonna thing. do your show, and hopefully that will make me work more. It'll it'll get your rebook guaranteed. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do your show because I'm trying to be home more. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I think that's the key. Is I just need to like not do my show, and I'll work more. <laughs> <laughs> but folks, if you want to uh, send us a message, you can do so at info at odd and off Let us know what you're up to with the weird things that you are getting into. We want to hear all about it. Or if you have a news story that you've come across that you want to share with us and that want us to talk about, that would be very helpful. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. So thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the odd and off podcast. Stay weird.